Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Welcome to the latest edition of the Dogcast brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. For the first time in 2024, we are here bringing you an edition of the Dogcast. My name is Luke Marchioro and I am joined by the man behind the At The Dogs SA Twitter account, Todd Gray. And Todd, it's only two weeks into the year, but it's been a really busy fortnight of Greyhound Racing here in SA. Yeah, it hasn't stopped, has it? A couple of feature races. Happy New Year to yourself and everyone out there. Might be a bit too late to say it, but I've said it now anyway. But yeah, hasn't 2024 started off with a bang? Unbelievable, really, from the success of the Festival of Fire into the Cater Scandal Christmas Sprint and now the SA Sprint Championship, the Murray Bridge Sprint Classic and the John Gray Heats coming up on Thursday night. And we're going to cover it all for you on this week's edition of the Dogcast. Yeah, uh, look, there's been some sensational racing going. I'll try not to ramble on too much when we get on the Pops Memorial Race and everything like that. But um, it's going to be a flat out week coming up. So stay with us. We're going to review all the action of the SA Sprint Championship Heats and look ahead to that final. We've got the the Summer fun, Family Fun in the Sun Night kicking off this week at Murray Bridge as well. So we're going to look at the Murray Bridge Sprint Classic there and preview a little bit of that whole series with the Summer Fun in the Sun. And we've also got to preview all the action for Thursday night with the SA Sprint Championship Final and four heats of the Grade 5 John Gray Series. Stick around. Plenty more to come on the Dogcast. The Week in Review. Our week in review is brought to you by the Fresh Pet Food Co., proud suppliers of fresh pet food for our Gap SA Greyhounds in the Gap Prism programs, and they are based right here in SA. Visit their website, freshpetfoodco.com.au for more information. Now, Todd, last week we had two heats of the SA Sprint Championship. Uh, A couple of really interesting heats, only five dog fields, but definitely some real quality in there. Um, obviously, at Hana Rico and Where's Poppy took those two heats out. Talk us through uh, how you saw those playing out. Uh, look, I think this box drawer has made this final really intriguing for mine. First of all, I think Where's Poppy is the best drawn dog in the final. Uh, she is going absolutely brilliant. Uh, beat at Hana Rico two starts back on her own merits, and truth be told, if I was on Hunter Rico two weeks ago, I would have went the early crow when he loomed up and I was waiting for her to kind of fold a bit in the straight and she didn't. It was a real tenacious win there and honestly, I gave her absolutely none with 50 metres to go of holding on. I think she leads this race because the kennel mate, Senewick, agent 9, 9 and 6, they're going to jump well and they're going to cut in and I think at Hunter Rico, look, I reckon he's a little bit I think it's a sticky draw for him as well because even Zambora Blaze has a little bit of speed. So I reckon he's going to be under the pump early. And probably one of the other better drawn dogs in this race is the one, could be King. He's turned into a bit of an enigma for mine. I think he's going to miss the kick as he always does, but I think Immense is going to stay a little bit wide on the first turn and he's going to have every chance to kind of bury through and he might end up getting in Anhana Rico's way a little bit too. I'm really intrigued to see how that goes. You can't say anything negative about how Rico is going. He is absolutely flying. Pick offensive form except for when he got beaten in a very gallant effort by him, Where's Poppy. But for mine, Where's Poppy is the beautifully drawn runner for mine. I reckon it's a dog on the rise and it's going to be a leader for me. It's probably a more likely race than what Hana Rico yep. has been. And when you look at it, Hana Rico uh, in its heat, I thought it was a good run in the heat. And I actually really like the runner Could Be King in that race. I thought it sort of was getting back to its best. And its best is probably good enough to really compete in this race. And with the draw that it's got, we um, it's definitely going to be in the mix for sure, I reckon, as well. Yeah, can't argue with that. I do. Look, he is... Kubi King is going to get a lovely run to that first turn. So even if he does miss it a kick, I think Immense is going to kind of say, you know, here you go, right, give you a little bit of cover, and he might get the saloon passage on the first turn. So I reckon it's I reckon it's between the bookends for mine, um, one and eight. 
And at Hana Rico, oh, the draw does worry me a bit, but he has proved me wrong before in the past, and I have no problem saying that. Yeah, we're going to get into a bit more in-depth preview of that race yeah. coming up shortly. But yeah, definitely those two heats were quite interesting. So small dog fields, going back to an eight-dog field as well, you have to look at those dogs with mm. a bit more experience in that context as well. Also, last week, we had the heats of the Murray Bridge Sprint Classic. Now, this was a... Um, a 395-meter race at Murray Bridge. Three really, really deep heats and really strong heats there. Um, the first of which was taken out by... It was Long Haul. Long, long Haul to yes, get the first Gia one. Hurley. Gia Hurley. Um, a really nice dog that um, keeps improving. And, um, yeah, I think it was really well drawn. And, you know, the bridge sort of enjoyed the wide open spaces. It definitely went wide, but definitely put in a good performance uh, to win that race. How good is this dog going, Long Haul? How good is he going? I remember being in the SEN studios when he won it in a sand down in the meadows and really put himself on the map as saying, hey, I'm not just another dog. Uh, he's, his run was fantastic. Look, Mr. Bandro went led with minimal minimal fuss there, and he is a very good dog on the lure. When he got to the front, I'm sitting on the game on here. I think this is going to be an absolute nail-biter. Coming into the turn, yeah, Long Haul did go wide, and even though with about 50 to go, I'm sitting on, this is still going to be a photo finish for mine. And he drew on the win by you know, almost two lengths, if I, if I remember correctly. Um, and again, Mr. Banjo was a top effort here, but Long Haul was absolutely flying. If oh, Another box seven or eight in the final. Oh, look, Jimmy DeGoose can tell you he's going to be a serious contender, but yeah, wide draw just put him right in the mix. Absolutely. Uh, so the second heat was... Uh, one full of quality as well. We actually had three qualifiers out of this heat into the final. So Curon Cam took that heat out for Tim Richards. Paxton Dutton for Nathan Goodenough. And Boots was the third fastest qualifier there as well. Um, another really good heat as well. Probably Victor Marley was the short price favourite going in. But uh, Curon Cam showed uh, plenty of its class again as well to take that race out. Yeah, well... Pace wins races, and Kurokam has that in spades. And even though Paxton Dutton got to the lead, I think he will. Paxton Dutton will be better for that run now at Murray Bridge, will be better. And honestly, I don't think it's going to be a, a serious contender in the final, but a dog which was a real eye-catching run and going sensational for the Nicole Price runner, um, Kennel, sorry, is Boots. Finished right on their hammer as well. I don't think he's generally a short-course dog myself, but oh, he really intrigued me. And if there is any argy-bargy in the final, he might get up at Bolter's odds. One to put into your uh, multiples and that. But Kuron Cam, well, he's just got he's just got elite acceleration. I wouldn't say he's a great box dog. He's a good box dog. But he's just got absolute elite muster. It's, it's best has been competing in you know that open company yep. here at Angle Park. And you think if it does produce something like that, it's going to be really dangerous in the final. And then the third heat was taken out by a carry-on jack for Jason Dolan and... Uh, also qualifying out of that was Current Model and Taylor Toves as well, another one for Nathan Goodenough. So, um, yeah, J Jason Dolan having a couple of nice dogs at the moment. Carry on Jack and uh, Transplant King's another one of his that's going pretty well as well. Oh, he's started 2024 off on, a, um, on an absolute high as old Jace. Uh, he's very bullish about this dog. I know that, Mr. Dolan. He, he's got a lot of time for Jack. And I mean, two for two since coming to um, 2SA now. Uh, again, real, just one at the start. Never in doubt. If you're on Carry on Jack, which I know a few were, you're absolutely never in doubt. The dog that really surprised me was Current Model. Didn't really give it any, to be honest, from the inside draw. I thought it was going to get sandwiched early between Taylor Toves and Carry On Jack. Real gallant effort. And um, the dog, which probably was a little bit lacklustre in the heat, but you can never rule it out because it is a Murray Bridge flyer, is Taylor Toves. Uh, wasn't, didn't jump up there, got a bit um, early, got a little bit shuffled back. Uh, still hit the line okay. Glad he made the final there. But just lacklustre is the word I'd use for um, Taylor Toves. But Carry On Jack, two for two, undefeated in SA. That's a fact. I think Taylor Toves will be better for the run. Yep. And I think when we look at that final, we'll definitely have a bit more look into that later. Todd, that's our week in review. We've got plenty to get stuck into with the preview this week. We're going to get right into that coming up now.
The Preview. The Preview is brought to you by the 2024 Family Fun in the Sun series. With four events across Murray Bridge on the 14th of January, Mount Gambier on the 21st of January, Angle Park on the 25th, and Gawler on the 28th, there's plenty to look forward to. There's kids' entertainment, live music, face painters, food trucks, you name it, and more. And most importantly, it is free entry as well. So in this cost of living at the moment, free entry, plenty of free kids' entertainment, and some fantastic greyhound racing. So we're going to hope to see plenty of people down at the track um, enjoying these events. have been a real hit the last couple of years, and... Uh, already plenty of uh, bookings for Murray Ridge on Sunday night. So looking forward to seeing plenty of people out there as well as part of this uh, Family Fun in the Sun series across January. Oh, that's always brilliant, isn't it? That's sensational that they um, do that. A little bit of everything for everyone. Now, we'll get stuck into the, the main event for that Murray Bridge Family Fun in the Sun night, which is the Murray Bridge Sprint Classic Final. Now, obviously at the time we're recording here, we don't have a box draw for that final, but we'll run through the qualifiers again. So long haul for Kia Hurley, Mr. Banjo for Tracy Price, Kuron Cam for Tim Richards, Paxton Dutton for Nathan Goodenough, Carry On Jack for Jason Dolan, current model for Tracy Price, Boots for Nicole Price and Taylor Toes for Nathan Goodenough. The reserves are Bronze Titan for Jane McNichol and Victor Marley for Ron Shadow as well. So a really quality final. Obviously, Box Draw is going to play a massive part in this with plenty of dogs with early speed. But do you think Long Haul's the one to beat in this race or is there something else that you quite like in this, Todd? Uh, for me, just based off that, obviously, yeah, the draw is going to be absolutely pivotal. There's two and a half chances for me, and that uh, that is Long Haul, Carry On Jack, and as I said, Taylor Tobes will, as you said, will be better for the run. I think it's between them. I think it's going to be a sensational race. Long Haul is probably going to be my slight, slight preference on top, just because obviously I know the dog a bit better than I know Carry On Jack. Uh, and Taylor Tobes is a dog which is going to improve. And as I said earlier, I think Boots is going to be the best roughy to put into your multiples there. And I'm in with that with all the respect to the other dogs. There's going to be, the pace is really going to be on here. I'm thinking maybe if Long Haul can draw wide, but just let them kind of all burn each other out up front and uh, do what he did in eight. Stay wide and get ready just to power over the top of him late. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting final. The box draw is going to play a massive part. I still think Kuron Cam is a really good yeah. chance in this race as well. I just think that his best box manners are, are flying and he's going to be really hard to get to chase down if he leads in this race as well. And if he draws on the inside, he may lead and give them something to chase. And I just don't know whether some of these other, um, you know, Paxton Dutton and Taylor Toes are going to have the strength to go over the top of it. I think Long Haul is the one that probably will go over the top of it, but I'm pretty happy to put Kuron Cam on top in this race. I think his best is good enough, and I definitely think he can uh, take out the Murray Bridge Sprint Classic final on Sunday night. Yeah, or well, it's going to be such an open race there. It's one of those races you can't tip them all. Like, I'm, I'm probably even being disrespectful to dogs like Mr. Banjo, Paxton Dutton and all that, but again, you can't tip them all in that race. Uh, it's very much deserving of the title. This is a sensational field. It's a fantastic race, and it really looms as a really big event uh, on Sunday night. But before we get to Sunday, we've got a massive night of racing at Angle Park on Thursday night. 12 races, and the depth in this program is very, very good on Thursday night at Angle Park, Todd. So why don't you tell us a little bit about, we've got four heats of the John Gray series on Thursday night, a really special event for your family and a really special event for Greyhound Racing here in SA. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about the John Gray story before we get stuck into previewing the heats? All right, I'll try to keep this under an hour, I swear. I won't try to ramble on too long. Um, John Gray, obviously, he's my, he is my grandfather, um, my father Vaughan's father, and one of the pioneers of Greyhound Racing in South Australia. Uh, it's not a cliche, but everything you could do in this industry, John did it twice. He was one of the pillars 
of, the, of what set the foundation for the industry that we have now. And this race, it's the 29th running. He passed away 30 years ago. It's 29th running. We did miss one year because we didn't know it was going to be a yearly event. And my dad decided to make it a yearly event. And a little shout out to my father as well because he decided to make it a grade five series. His understanding was the best dogs and the top dogs always run for the best money and the top money. So John was a bit of an everyman. You know, there was no glitz or glamour for the, um, for him. Virtually track pants and a singlet was formal wear for, for him. And I mean that with all the respect <laughs> in the world. Um, but he wanted to make it a grade five series so that just every kind of battler, every Joe Blow, everyone with a, anyone with a dog out there can win this race. Um, it gets the support it does every single year, which means so much. There's no better feeling than validation and the support this car gets from GRSA, AGRC of the sponsorship. Um, obviously, my father and myself with our um, slice of the sponsorship or two and the trophy donation and people set their dogs for this. You know, people actually, they, they buy dogs from the state to come over to win this. They set their dogs. They don't race their dogs leading up to it because they don't want to win the grade five to be eligible. Um, and it means just the absolute world. Uh, there's been some very good winners who have went through this series. There's been some bolters. There's been everything. When you run it 29 times, you've got a bit. You're going to get a bit of a story for everything. But four heats, first and second get through. And I'll say it once again. I sound like a broken record. Thanks to everyone who makes this event possible each and every year. Going to be a fantastic series. We've got four heats on Thursday night. So the first one is race three on the card. We'll run through the box draw for that one quickly. So Bobby Axelrod in box one, back in SA for trainer Dylan Robinson. Webleck Flame, ever, ever reliable in box two. Unholy Rain, box three for Robin McKellar. Aston Arena in box four. Boom Boom Jinx in box five. Make Noise in box six. Sort of Cool in box seven. And Nicola Rose in box eight. Todd, this first heat, how did you see this one playing out? Well, I can't see, no awards for bravery here, I can't see any scenario where Unholy Rain doesn't lead. Uh, Robin McKellar, this litter, I have praised them to Hilton back. Uh, that They are one of the, they. I'm putting them right out there with one of the best like box dogs litters I've ever seen, one of the best beginners. The whole litter are absolute lid pingers. They've got to be free for all short course dogs for mine, and hopefully they can get a bit stronger because they deserve to be more than grade five dogs over the 500 metres. But Unholy Rain will lead. Uh, it, if it leads, it's going to run anywhere between 30, 50 to 30, 70, depending on how soft the lead it gets. If it goes straight to the front, I think that's game, set, match. If dogs like Make Noise or even Webleck Fame has a little bit of box um, box manners, um, but more so Make Noise sort of cool, can maybe make it use a few petrol tickets early. It could be a bit vulnerable to the last 50 metres. And if it is, the dog, I think, is beautifully drawn. Second up now from a long spell, was a pretty handy one at Murray Bridge last start, and he was forced quite wide, is Bobby Axelrod. I think he is the clear danger for mine. Um, again, he's going to be a lot better now, but he's second up with that run under his belt at Murray Bridge. A good tough run as well because they forced him three wide for most of that run. Uh, but Unholy Rain has to be my on top on top pick. It, I cannot see any scenario where it won't be favourite. Can't see any scenario where it's not in front turning into the home straight. Uh, Bobby Axelrod is probably the, the main danger for it for mine. And kind of the little enigma in the boil over hope would be a dog called Boom Boom Jinx for Michael Giniotis. One, it's last two. And... I think it's a, a much improved dog, and it could be suited to the run. This race could be suited to a run on type, especially if the three does get took on, which it is. But more of a multiple chance for mine. So three one five. Yeah, I I think Unholy Rain just wins. I think I think it leads and gives them something to chase. And as we've seen in a couple of these feature finals that's been here, when it's been able to lead, it's been able to avoid the trouble and get some clear running out in front. And you know, its times are pretty good. I think it went thirty. 53 last week which is or the week before which is pretty quick enough to try and take out a race like mm. this and I think it's probably going to lead I think Bobby Axelrod has to be respected in there as well I think it's only going to get better for that run at Murray Bridge and it actually ran home really well down the big straight there at Murray Bridge yeah, and, tough run too. and it's going to get plenty of, plenty in the tank 
I also agree on Boom Boom Jinx. I think this dog's just flying under the radar a little bit as well. I think Michael Giniotis has got it going. And I really like Sort of Cool as well. I thought that was quite a nice run coming through those uh, through the Festival of Fire series as well. So um, obviously it's got a dog with plenty of improvement, I think, in it as well. And I think it can definitely be around the mark in a field like this as well. So, But I definitely think Unholy Rain is the pick of the bunch in this heat. And uh, I think Bobby Axelrod will be close behind it in second there as well. So, all right, moving on to heat number two, which is race four on the card. So, it's Smudgy in box one, Miracle in two, Excel box two, Kia Aura Lad in box three, Victory Club box four, Dashing Deb in box five, Buzz the Hustler box six, Zipping Presley box seven, and Riot Rooster in box eight for Ben Rawlings. Uh, Todd, how do you see this one playing out? Um, plenty of quality in this field, um, probably a really interesting box draw makes this a bit of an open race. You took the words right out of my mouth. How intriguing is this? Uh, now, first of all, it's Smudgy. Won the John Gray two years ago. Uh, very unlucky. Always went back to back as well. Going to be a leader for mine. Look, she's getting on a little bit now. She's got her pensioners card, but she's still very consistent. I think she leads and gives them a bit of a something, something to catch, a real genuine chance. Uh, right Rooster is, uh, for me, the dog on the rise, the best dog in the race. But again, I think the draw is really bad for him. Um, there's enough speed in this race. I think you could get caught three or four wide. Just that first split, that first split for him puts him in a bit of a sticky situation in a few runs. But in saying that, I know he's got a picket fence of form, but I just see him maybe being in a real uh, tough spot that first turn. Could get swallowed up a little bit by the pace, but he is going to be one of the run-on dogs. My preference is for a dog, and I oh, I'm, love-hate relationship with this dog. I can't I, what, I can't catch her all that well as Dashing Deb. I, I, I don't like the draw for her, but she, oh, she was a, she's been going real consistent too. She should beat Buzz the Hustler out. Victory Club should jump okay. Cut left, give her a little bit of an escort over. And she should be one of the on-speed runners, and she's won over every distance she can think of, 300, 400, 500, 600, 700. So I am with Dashing Deb, and you can probably hear a little bit of an arm twist there because this race really intrigues me too. Um, so yeah, five... And I'm tossing up to me the bookends. Five one eight will be my numbers. I'm going to be with Riot Rooster on top. Yep. I think it's two from two from box eight. So and we saw it win the Spark final. I think from box eight uh, a couple it of was, weeks ago yep. as well. So I just think that in a race with a bit of early speed, so it's Smudgy's going to be out early. Dashing Jab will be out early. They're going to crash down to the rail, and I actually think being out wide might help Riot Rooster. It might get some clear running going into that first turn and give it plenty of space to try and power around down the back. And I think it's turn of foot and it's finishing is really, really strong. And if it can avoid that trouble and get some clear running, I think it's going to be really hard to catch. I think it's probably a similar case for Buzz the Hustler as well. I actually think Dashing Deb will give it a really nice run from box yep. five. I think Dashing Deb will go over. Buzz the Hustler will get a bit more room than what it's got. And I think it's you know, another one of those really strong run-on types that can run over the top in this race. I had uh, It's Smudgy in third. I think it probably leads from box one. Probably will take some chasing down as well. But I just like those other ones on top. So until Right Rooster gives me a reason not to, I'm going to keep yeah. tipping that dog. I think it's been, it's been, you know, incredible dog really since it's uh, started over the 5:30. It's got a perfect record, and I don't see any reason why it won't continue that form on Thursday night. But yeah, eight, six, one, and five for me in that race on Thursday night in the second heat, which I thought was probably one of the more open events on the card as well. So. Looking ahead now, we're going to go to race five, which is the third heat of the John Gray. So we've got Yes Man for Kim Johnson in box one, Pink Confetti Nicole Price box two, Mint of Redeem for Lauren Harris box three, Fantastic Ada for Liz Chegier in box four, box five will be Springvale Bray for Mick Giniotis, Steel Skies for John Mundy in box six, Psychotic Babe for Ben Rawlings in box seven, and Ballon Boy for Adrian Chevalier in box eight. 
Todd, another really interesting race as well. Um, talk us through this one. How do you see it playing out? Uh, I see this playing out to a run on dogs kind of favour for mine. The pace is going to be on here. This might have the most pace in the race to the first turn. You're going to have Yes Ma'am, Pink Confetti especially, Mr. Redeem, Fantastic Ada, which is going to jump well, stay a little bit wide. Even the old girl out wide, Psychotic Babe, there's going to be a lot of pace going to this first turn. They're not all going to get what they want. And I'm looking for a run on dog, which I think will be on the inside and just be smoking the pipe, let them use up their fuel tickets and just get ready to pounce in the home straight. So I keep coming back to the poorly drawn, he is, Springvale Bray in box five. Um, again, I actually hope he does miss the kick. I think missing the kick will do him a lot of favours here because, again, he'll go. He'll just drop to the inside, Fantastic Gator will go wide, and he might end up get all of a sudden getting ahead of a few dogs, find himself third, fourth, fifth going around the first turn. We know what he can do when it comes to his last section. He won, he's won over to 600, very tenacious wins as well, beating some very... Um, Good dogs. So I am going for a dog which is going to have a bit of traffic in front of it early. Um, but if they do happen to bet an each way quote or anything like that, I would be very more than happy to be on him either place heavy or each way. But um, Springvale Brave for mine. Um, Mr. Mr. Re uh, sorry, Minter Redeem is the is the dog of mine, which when he won here went 30-55. His splits were sensational. Um, he's been a little bit lackluster again his last few, but he's the kind of the enigma dog for me, the one I haven't quite figured out at Angle Park yet. Uh, outside of that, Look, fantastic Ada as well. Getting a bit stronger with every run is going to be one of your pacemakers there. Um, so yeah, And probably Pink Confetti. I've kind of got them a little bit grouped together at the moment. So I'm going to go 5, 4, 3, and, I will, uh, and 2 for Pink Confetti. But it was one of those tough races again because a few dogs here... Oh, there might be some tired legs the last 100 metres. It's a race with a lot of form on out of the Inferno through yes. the Festival of Fire series. Thank so you. we saw Minter Redeem in that series. We saw Fantastic Ada in that series as well. Um, I've got Fantastic Ada on top in this race. I just think that it's a dog that's getting better and better. And it ran on really, really well in that Inferno final and took that race out a couple of weeks ago here at Angle Park. And I just think it's going to get a nice run with the speed inside. I think it's going to get plenty of clear running and it'll be able to find some some space through. I think at a nice price, I reckon you'll get on Fantastic Ada in that race as well. So I've got Fantastic Ada on top. I think Springvale Bray runs in for second. I just think it's, again, just such a strong and reliable dog. And it's, you know, form's been really, really good. Took out the uh, took out the 595-metre race on Festival of Fire Night. And, you know, Mick Giniotis has got that dog going beautifully as well. So I've got Fantastic Ada on top to beat Springvale Bray. I think Pink Confetti runs third. And Psychotic Babe's probably the wild card in the field, I think. It's, you know... From box seven, it's going yeah, to have plenty of early speed. A and very good campaigner through her career. You know, it's not sensational, but just very honest. A good, a good bread and butter type dog. Yeah, and I mean, it had a really good win last Thursday night here at Angle Park as well. So, I just think it's going to, you know, it's every chance that you know it's going to have plenty of speed as well. But I do think Fantastic Ada is a dog on the rise. I agree with you on Minter Redeem. Its heat run in that Inferno series was brilliant, thirty yeah. fifty five, and then the following week it led in the final and just got Stitch, overrun yeah. by. Um, fantastic Ada. So whether that dog's going to be a little bit better for the run as well. So only finished fourth last week at Murray Bridge. But again, that 395 at Murray Bridge is a tough 395. So whether that's a nice tune-up for that dog, we're not 100% sure. But a really nice open race there for that third heat of the John Gray. We'll look ahead to the final heat now. So that'll be race six on the card on Thursday night. So we've got Basil Brush Rose uh, in box one. Michael Easy for Ben Rawlings in box two. Blossom Michelle in box three for Rob Harness. Harry for Brenda Oakey in box four. Four. Box five, Carton of Bear for Kim Johnston. Fat Boys Lucky for John Sargent in box six. Coco Coaster for David Perry in box seven. And Razzle Darrell in box eight. Todd, how did you see this one playing out? Uh, 
Little shout out first of all to Basil Brush Rosen, number one. If he if he gets through, my phone won't stop. He's got a bit of a cult. He's a cult hero in a few of the shows that I do, <laughs> and he is. He's my probably. I hate to say it, my nemesis dog, an enigma for me. Every time I think he's a moral, he um he gets beat. Every time I tip a moral, he always seems to beat it. Um, he's well drawn, but he's a multiple chance only for mine. Uh, I'm I lean a bit towards another dog with a great story and all that, and that is number four Harry. Such a versatile dog. He's going brilliant. Brenda Oakey has done so good with this with this bloke. You know, at one point he was told that his career was in doubt, and now he's come back. He's ran a PB. He's winning over to six hundred, the five hundred, even the four hundred at Gore the last start. I think he gets a good run to the first turn. I don't know anything about the five carton of beer to be honest with you. Well, good name by the way. I like a pun. Um, but I'm gonna be with I'm gonna be with Harry here. Blossom Michelle also just going nice and consistent. Does jump well and cut in. Um, so Harry on top for me. Mike Khaleesi is the clear danger for mine, and I believe will be your favourite here. Another dog really wants the rails. Is going to get the rails because um, Basil shouldn't bother um, Khaleesi early. Should be able to get straight to the inside. And the last section has actually been pretty fair as well. So if it can get if it and Harry are going one two to the first turn um, to the home straight, sorry, I think it's going to be a humdinger of a finish. Uh, Look, I'm I'm gonna put in Basil Brush Rose for third because he is all he is a run on dog as well, and once in a blue moon he does actually um, begin quite well, especially from box one if anything. And there's a few wide runners here which are drawn out wider, so he should get a clear run. And to round the first four, put in last year's winner, old Razzle Darrell. I just I still think the old campaigner, there's still life in the old legs yet. He's still um, battling away, and I think he's a good dog for your multiples. So I'm gonna be four, two, one, and eight. Yeah, this is a really open race. I've actually got Carton of Bear on top in yep. this race. So this dog has come down from Queensland. Uh, it's with Kim Johnston now. So it's, but its form in Queensland has been fantastic. So it took out the Ipswich Derby uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, yep. It's been running an open company. It actually ran second to Victor Damien and Heat of the Flying Amy Not back in July. Form, so the form line is really, really good in open company up in Brisbane. And it's a bit of an enigma dog. Its best is brilliant and its worst is can be a bit mm. fluctuating at times. But... I think the form line's pretty good. It comes in with 14 wins in Queensland. It's got a personal best of Albion Park of 30-15. It's actually run a, a winning time as well. So I've got that dog on top. I just think that it's – Angle Park is going to be the query. It's going to be, um, you know, probably its first look in race conditions at Angle Park. But I just think if that dog can produce its best after, you know, racing against some really good company in Queensland, you know, beat dogs like Tugavailoa and a few others up there in that Ipswich series and – some really handy dogs. So I've got that dog on top to win that race on in from box five. Uh, I think Michael Easy runs second. I think it leads from box two. I think it's going to be um, got plenty of early speed. Last 50 metres, probably a little bit of a question mark with that dog, but has, you know, has run some really good times at Angle Park. And I think that one could be definitely around the mark. Blossom Michelle for Rob Harness in third. I think this dog's been remarkably consistent. You know, it's been Going head-to-head with Wright Rooster and, you know, we look at the Wright Rooster form one of win-win-win. The dog behind it, pretty much in all of those starts, has been Blossom Michelle and has been a really, really consistent dog for Rob Harness, whose kennel is flying at the moment as well. And then I had uh, Basil Brush Rose steaming home for fourth as well. So my numbers are five, two, three, and one. I think it's a really open race, though. I do agree with Razzle Darrell. It's probably a multiple chance, but I just think it's drawn on the wrong side of the track in this race as well. Um, Harry for Brenda Oakey has been going really nicely as well. She's had a fantastic start to the year too. So, again, one of these races where you can't tip them all, but I just think Carton Bear has got a bit of quality, and I reckon it could surprise a few on Thursday night. So that would be my on-top selection in the John Gray. Now, we're going to have the box draw for that final on course on Thursday night, and then we're going to have into the SA Sprint Championship final race eight on the card. 
And this is a really, really interesting race. The box draw has made it a very intriguing final, Todd. Got Could Be King in box one for Ben Rawlings. Immense for Maddie Schultz, a great story in box two. Fiorano for Ashley Griffiths in box three. Adhana Rico for Ashley Griffiths in box four. Zambora Blaze for Stephen Brook in box five. Box six is Agent 99 for Ben Rawlings. Box seven, Senna Wick for Kieran Corby. And box eight, Where's Poppy for Kieran Corby as well. Todd, we spoke a little bit about it earlier, but how mm. do you see this final playing out? Well, again, the eight leads for mine. It's going to be my on top selection. No spoilers here. Where's Poppy? Um, dog on the rise. No, it's given up a bit of experience to these dogs, but I think it finds the front. If it finds the front, what, 30, 40, 30, 50 at worst? We'll keep some of these a little bit honest as well. So where's Poppy on top for Kieran Corby? Uh, already has a group three under the old um, old belt. And getting a little bit stronger, and as I said, it was a real tenacious win of um, two starts back when it beat Adhana Rico. Uh, um, when it beat Adhana Rico, absolutely sense, just great. It was gone for all money for mine. Uh, in for second, I am putting could be king. I reckon he, again, he's going to get that gun run to the first turn, and I think he can even maybe find himself a little bit closer. He's been bombing the start worse than worse than usual lately, but I think from this draw, I think that does doesn't factor in. I think he, he can even do that and still kind of use that. Um, wide running immense to the first turn to kind of bury up and be in front of a few getting ready for his big section uh, last section um Adhana Rico again I feel like I'm being disrespectful to the dog putting him in for third you can't you, you nearly got a picket fence full of form uh again I just reckon he's going to be lent on a little bit early as well from Zambora plays a little bit but more so agent 99 and Senawick and Look, I, it's hard the round of the first four. I'm, I've kind of bracketed Fiorano and Agent 99. I think Agent 99 could be the absolute bolters, boil over, upset chance. So I'm going to lean a little bit towards that. And Fiorano, well, on his day, he could do he could do anything. So um, for my numbers, it's going to be eight, one, six, and oh, sorry, eight, one, four, and six. Sorry. Yeah, it's a really interesting final. I think Fiorano is the most important runner in this race because if it leads and pings the lids like it can. I think it just makes the race for Adhana Rico. I think it gives Adhana Rico a nice run into the race. Yep. And I think it can really set the race up for Adhana Rico and possibly even could be king in that point as well. But it just hasn't quite got its best since that. You know, it was brilliantly through the Adelaide Cup series. It won, obviously won a match race um, in that series as well. Made the final of the Adelaide Cup. And then obviously hasn't quite been in that form since then. Got run out of the Gawler Cup. And, and I know it ran 30-15, but, you know, the last few weeks, it just hasn't quite been at its best fair run But I think if it gets its best form and leads in this race, it could be really hard to track down. But it could also give a nice cut into the race for Adhana Rico as well. Where's Poppy is going to have a lot of work to do to get over from box eight. And that's probably the only query uh, for me with that dog. I know it's been remarkable, really reliable but, and had two wins from box eight. But, you know, in a field like this, especially with Senna Wick on its inside as well, which is a good beginner too, mm. when, uh, whether it can get over from out there might be really interesting as well. So I think it's going to be a really interesting race. But I'm going to put it Hanariko on top. I think it's a bit like... Some of these other dogs, until it gives you a reason not to put it on top, I think you've got to Fair put call. it on top. And I think Fiorano might give it a nice cut into the race as well. I've got Could Be King in for second in this race. I just think this dog, its best form is really, really good. And I thought it showed glimpses of that last week as well. So off a couple of 5.95 runs back to the 5.30, it ran home really well. And I think that can be definitely in the finish. I've got Where's Poppy in for third. And I've got Fiorano in for fourth as well. But... I just, yeah, it's a really open final. I think the box draw made it really interesting. Like when we what, when we saw the uh, the Ashes final, they drew one and two, those dogs in at Hanarico and Where's Poppy, and it was sort of a race in two. Yep. But the box draw with Atana Rico being in the four and Where's Poppy being in the eight just opens it up for a couple of these other dogs like Could Be King and uh, Agent 99 to 
probably you know possibly create a bit of a boil over in this race as well. Oh, one of the greatest handicappers in racing can be the old box draw, can't it? It really is the great equaliser. Yeah, well, Fiorano, like he's the enigma dog for mine. I've left him off my first four, and I'm happy to eat crow because his best is good enough to uh, is good enough to win this. But yeah, I'm I'm still ticking on my numbers. But it's, it's it's a great race. Even some of the other dogs we haven't really mentioned, they're pretty handy types. Like I said, the Centerwick's a real good uh, short uh, short course and more so for mine. Immense, like I said, that's a, yeah, that is a good story as well for Manny Shields win, and it's actually going quite well. Like when it drops, when it drops back to the grade that it's um, eligible for, watch out for it. And yeah, Zambora Blaze, very good, honest again, bread and butter type. Yeah, absolutely. So a really interesting final, the SA Sprint Championship there, several winning chances, and will be part of a really interesting program on Thursday night as well. We've also got some other really interesting races. So the Eight Dog Seven Thirty, Lena Jinx returns for the first mm. time since the the Seven Thirty final on Festival of Fire Night. So that looms as a really interesting race. Uh, the Juvenile race nine on the uh, on the car, which I think oh sorry, not a Juvenile, it's a Grade Six, a one to two wins. But you also get some good form lines in that race. Fantastic Helga, Springvale Reader. Uh, all about Larry, Woodside, Johnny, Great. some really good dogs in that race as well. So that's another one to keep an eye on. And then race 10 on the card, the 2-3-4 is a really, really quality race. Six-dog field, but Doonan, Springvale Day, Victor Marley, Springvale Maddie, Springvale Roxy, Power of Silence. Those dogs are all going really, really well. And, you know, that is a fantastic, you know, quality race as well um, in race 10 on the card. So it's a really fantastic night of racing at Angle Park on Thursday night. Yeah, it's going to be some real open events. You're right. I'm looking at that race ten um, right now. Oh, the two, three, four over five thirty. Whoa, that is that is going to be a cracker. That is now talk about good battles to the first turn. That is going to be great with Power of Silence, um, Roxy and Maddie, Marley as well. Oh, that is going to be a real. That's going to be a real humdinger. So I'll, I'll, Springvale Day will be suited in that race. But again, I'll wait for the odds to go up. Absolutely, it's going to be really interesting. So. Everyone that can get their tips is going to be at the Dogs SA on Thursday and every meeting during the week, we're obviously going to do that. But have you got a best bet for the Dogcast listeners here, Todd? Have you got one that you like on Thursday night? You know, maybe that we can uh, tip the Dogcast listeners into uh, for Thursday night. Uh, at the moment, honest, honestly, I am leaning a little bit towards, I don't really know what, what odds it's going to be right now, but I think Bobby Axelrod is a massive chance and Springvale Bray could possibly be an each-way one for mine. So I am bracketing those two right now. Um, just the early form is going to be Bobby Axelrod, going to follow up from um, Murray Bridge, where again, I know he got defeated, but he was a gallant in defeat for mine. And Springvale Bray, I just see that race being... Probably, you know what, if you just want a one-bet one, I'm going to go probably, it might be a bit weak, Springvale Bray more place-heavy or place-only because um, it's going to be absolutely powering over the line, doing two to their one the last hundred. Yeah, well, mine's going to be Carton a Bear. I think, nice. I think this dog, I think this is going to surprise a few people on Thursday night. I think it could run a really nice time. I think it's going to surprise a few people. I think this is a dog that's uh, got a bit of quality about it. And I think it's a bit, you know, a, bit of people, a lot of people will be surprised to see this dog uh, lob in SA, but I think it's going to be really, really dangerous. And we're going to have a really fantastic night of racing on Thursday night. Todd, thank you so much for your time. We look forward to seeing everyone at the track on Thursday night. We look forward to seeing everyone at the Family Fun in the Sun series as well, kicking off at Murray Bridge on Sunday. A fantastic week ahead of racing here in South Australia. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm.